welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. In this podcast, we'll be having discussions around the secrets which attract lasting, healthy, fulfilling relationships, creating a healthy mindset, and what women should know and understand about men. Introducing your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts, relationship expert, trainer, speaker, and best-selling author of the Cupid's Bow Technique. Lynn's mission is to have a positive impact in reducing divorce, domestic violence, and suicide. Welcome to the Hearts in Twine podcast. This is your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts. And today, listeners, I'm doing something a little bit different. I'm going to be talking about how to get his attention and reignite his passion for you. Uh, but this time, I'm going to be talking about a case study. And I think it just demonstrates all you'd need to know to get some good tips and hints as to how to resolve your relationship issue if that is something that you're dealing with right now. Uh, I think it's quite a common issue in relationships where you feel like your partner isn't really wanting to spend time with you and you feel as though he's pulling away and you don't know why. And I think this is a really great case study to talk about. Um, a couple have given me their permission to share it. So let's get to it. So um, this particular couple a few years ago were at a crossroads and they were married and the husband felt very disconnected from his wife and he was deeply consumed by his work but here's the the great bit a two-minute conversation changed his understanding of his wife himself and relationships and prevented divorce so this is a very very powerful story and it just led for them to one of their most memorable holiday vacations as well that was like a rekindling and uh, like a second honeymoon for them. So let's get into it. The he, the husband, was the kind of guy who used to prioritise work over everything. He'd wake up early in the morning, immediately open his emails and used to prioritise work all the time. And he'd then, you know, once he'd started replying to emails, he'd shower and then get straight on to, to, to more work until he was literally too tired uh, and was falling asleep and it, then it was just straight off the bed. And all he'd do in, in that period of time was occasionally interact with his wife and have the occasional date just so his wife wouldn't complain too much. And the truth was at that time, he, he didn't really want to spend too much time with his wife because he resented her for always wanting him to spend more time with her. So... Um, you know, there was a bit of a catch-22 situation where she resented him for working so much. She wanted him to be more involved, more connected, more present. She wanted to feel loved. But he wanted her to be less needy, less demanding, less judgmental and less unhappy with him. And basically, he said he just wanted to feel free in their relationship. And the, what we need to realise is that the masculine partner aches for freedom whilst the feminine partner aches for love. And, and that's just how it is in the dynamics of a, a male-female heterosexual relationship. And so he finds his freedom through purpose, while she finds love through connecting. And so let's get, let's get back to the story anyway. Uh, so the, this, this one time they were just packing after the retreat they'd led in Colombia had come to a close when the wife asked him about his plans for December. Uh, she had planned to travel to Costa Rica and asked him if he would join her. And he felt, oh, in his heart, 
a sense of dread because he anticipated her frustration once she knew he had planned to fly back to Canada and he'd got a full agenda of clients and wanted to be on his own to finish writing his first book. And they'd been in this scenario so many times in their relationship. She desperately wanted him to be more loving, to plan more dates, to bring more passion, to create more happy memories. She wanted to feel adored and not just feel like she's just his roommate or business partner or a glorified maid or mother. She wanted to feel like a woman, worthy of desire, worthy of admiration, worthy of connection and intimacy. And (laughs) all he wanted was to be left alone. And every time they had this conversation, he'd tell her something along the lines of, oh, uh, why don't you get a hobby, hang out with your friends or focus on your own work or if you can't be happy on your own maybe you should sit sit with that and um you know realize why you can't be happy with that and if you if if i don't work we won't be able to finance you know any of our shared dreams and why do you get upset you know i'm doing my best or it's say something like i'm i'm just too busy right now for dot 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 <laughs> fill in the blank so you may be able to resonate with this being a scenario that you've either been in or are currently in in a relationship. And the fill in the blank is um, what usually we as women feel we want and need from our partner. And best case scenario, he'd negotiate some half-assed date night to to try and make up for it all. But her emotional world just, just crushed him. And his relationship with work crushed her. She felt neglected. He felt unsupported. So I'm just wondering, listeners, is any of this sounding familiar? Are you resonating with this being the case in your current relationship or previous relationships? If so, stay tuned. <laughs> so so back to the moment when they were they were packing from their retreat. And um, when she asked him about Costa Rica, he said, I don't have time right now. There's lots of work coming up. And I may be away for two or three months at least. <laughs> then he said he braced himself for the impact. They'd, they'd just wrapped up everything to do with their retreat. They'd run a well-being retreat. And at the time, their hearts were both in a, a tender and, and vulnerable state. And when she heard his response, she put the clothes away and stood right in front of him, looked into his eyes, hugged him and teared up. And as she cried, she looked at him, then with the purest calmest place of love said i understand you have to go love i know how important this is for you and i really appreciate all the sacrifices you do for me for others and our family i just feel so sad i miss you so much already and i love it when we're together but i understand please let me know how i can support you and his heart just broke in that instant because for the first time in years and you know uh, of the, the relationship they'd been together he felt that actually both of their worlds could coexist without attacking or invalidating each other he actually at that moment felt seen understood and not judged he felt truly supported whereas before in those sorts of situations his wife's pain had led to being angry it led to a feeling frustrated and coming across as judgmental and and condemning of his choices which only served to push him further away so she thought it was wrong when he worked so much and he thought it was wrong she felt so much 
and that would lead to them both getting angry about each other's experience before they became curious or compassionate enough to seek to understand it. And in this case, she went first. She allowed herself to touch her emotions and share them as a gift instead of a punishment. She allowed herself to understand and appreciate his choices and to see a husband that works hard, is committed and is responsible. And she owned her own pain without hiding it. She acknowledged and accepted his answer, even if it's not the one she wanted. And, you know, he could have easily said no and uh, not not been forthcoming in that moment. But what he actually saw was the woman he loved most, crying tears of deep grief and feeling very intense emotions without making him feel responsible or blaming him for them. And so something interesting happened. Suddenly, out of his own desire, he started to think about how he could show up for her, thinking of ways he could actually be her hero. Not because she demanded or expected it, not because she complained or nagged him into it, not out of obligation, not because she was angry or upset, but because he loved her so much and it would please him to bring her more joy and aliveness. Her vulnerability during those two minutes was a gift for him. He was given a clear opening where he could lead their relationship into glory. And at the time, he didn't say a word. He just went back to Canada to call a full calendar worth of his clients to reschedule his appointments and then booked himself a flight to Costa Rica. And for the first time in their relationship, he traveled without his laptop. He did no work whatsoever during those 10 days, zero. He just spent quality time with his wife. And he said, it, you know, it just felt like a second honeymoon. They'd wake up in the mornings and look into each other's eyes for extended periods of time as they made love and then cuddled. And then he said one moment they they once, when they were feeling thirsty, they just hopped onto a motorcycle that they'd rented. And he loved, you know, feeling her arms wrapped around his chest as she rested her head against his back. And they'd stop up at a, a little boutique coffee shop where they'd grab a, a chia latte and almond croissants as they chatted about life and giggled and laughed and had fun. And they'd end up going surfing and collecting seashells and grab fresh coconut and drink it as they walked along the most heart-melting sunsets they'd ever seen. So this was quite a difference for him from his wake-up, read emails, work, sleep routine that he'd previously done. And vastly different from their sort of like half-arsed late nights. So what did it for him, you think? Well, he felt free, and in that freedom, he chose to love her. When you give men that space to um, to make their own decision and not feel that they're, they're uh, letting you down by what response they might give, then this is what happens. And in that freedom, he, he chose to love her. And what most women are, are so afraid of is if they gave their man the choice, he wouldn't choose them. And that, this is just down to our own anxiety, shame, lack of self-worth and insecurities that make us feel like we, we need to force him into doing or being the man we need him to be, or he won't do anything at all. It's more a case of, you know, if I left my man to his own devices, I would not be cared for. And, and that's that's really not the case. But that's the sad reality most women in long-term relationships live in. So we settle for half-assed, <laughs> half-involved, half-present kind of man or men and that, that's so sad 
when I think about it, because I, I hear these stories of women in these situations so, so much, because a healthy masculine man must be able to feel free to do what he wants, when he wants, even if, you know, um, he risks you not liking that. He wants to be able to know that you're not going to criticise him or complain or compare him to other guys because he's made those decisions. And that freedom comes with vulnerability because, you know, he could say no. And we have to be prepared that he, that might be the case. Or, you know, he could decide to play another game. He could have chosen work instead. But women try to stifle that choice away so they don't have to face their own emotions. And you might think, well, what emotions? And it's those emotions that show that you're unhappy with any relationship issues that are cropping up. And that you're annoyed over having to be the one that brings them up and you're frustrated over feeling that your man is not hearing you or acknowledging you or understanding you and, and maybe even just trying to fix you or dismissing you or anger about having to pick up his slack on top of having to have your own life, work and responsibilities to tend to. And quite often we feel that we have a child for a partner or an emotionally unavailable distant adult and then we end up feeling lonely and you know nothing sucks more than that but those two minutes with his wife were the two minutes that truly surprised him because he wasn't actually the kind of guy to reschedule clients or move around work to create time for having fun and doing stuff with his wife he's not the kind of guy to spur the moment by flights to Costa Rica on a whim uh, you know <laughs> nor even uh, the kind of guy who he said would, you know, normally enjoy uh, an almond croissant or a chia latte or picking shells from the beach. Yet he found himself acting in those ways with his wife. And it was ways which his wife had always dreamed he would. And it was all from his own initiative. And he was actually liking it. And he couldn't believe it. So what happened in those two minutes that made the difference? Well, it's that his wife relinquished control. Her vulnerability changed things. Vulnerability not from the energy of fear, lack or worry or doubt or acting like a victim, being needy, clingy and desperate, but vulnerability from a place of love, acceptance, faith and trust. There is a difference, so let me repeat it. Her vulnerability changed things, but not vulnerability from a change of uh, the energy of fear, lack, worry, doubt, acting like a victim, being needy, clingy and desperate, but vulnerability from a place of love, acceptance, faith and trust. I hope you understand that there is a distinction. And there is a well-known quote that says, to be understood, first you have to understand. And she actually understood that he energetically felt stressed and pressure, which made him feel trapped. And that unconsciously, it, that's what made him want to pull away. And this is what his wife needed to learn, exactly what, fine, what, what kind of communication and connection um, she had to be in to get the, what she wanted from the relationship and make him feel excited and, and like it was all his idea. And the truth is that ever since, every time that she's communicated from this place, he's not been able to say no. <laughs> He's actually melted and he, he chooses her. So she was able to reignite the peace, the presence and the passion in their relationship. 
And all the while, he took pride and smiled in excitement, thinking it was all his idea. <laughs> How cool is that? So I'll just leave you with those final words to, to mull over around the, the power of vulnerability. And uh, know that true love starts with opening our hearts. And until next time, goodbye for now. Thanks for listening to the Hearts Entwined podcast. You can follow Lynn via the Facebook group Two Hearts Entwined or search Lynn Smith, inspirational speaker at LinkedIn or email lynn at hearts-entwined.com. That's L-Y-N at hearts-entwined.com. Remember, true love starts with opening our hearts.